You're listening to the ModernDogTrainer.net podcast, bringing you the best industry tips and topics for professional dog trainers worldwide. Welcome to the Modern Dog Trainer podcast. I'm Ines McNeil, founder of the Modern Dog Trainer blog. And I'm Kat Camplin, contributor to the blog and co-host for the Modern Dog Trainer podcast. And in this episode, we're going to discuss the hardships, obstacles, and successes of the first year of a dog training business. Feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter at Modern Trainer and on Facebook. All the links in the sh- are in the show notes at themoderndogtrainer.net. So put your feet up, grab something to drink, and let's get started. Awesome. So today we have Lynn, and um, I'm really excited to have her here today. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi. Um, yeah, my name is Lynn Webb, and um, I uh, run um, a dog training and canine uh, massage uh, business that I set up um, a couple of years ago. So I'm just, uh, I think, officially my third year in now. Um, and uh, I started out, I've been, I had worked out, I'm, I'm in here in uh, San Diego, and I work at a, a little known zoo. Uh, oh wow! <laughs> you know, it's not world famous or anything. Um, it, and I work at the San Diego. I used to work, sorry, at the San Diego Zoo Safari Park, and I worked there for about 16 years, doing different uh, in different capacities, different um, departments, different areas. I, um, you know, made diets for animals. I did some of the tours. I worked in education. I worked um, with uh, directly with some animals as well. And so um, I did that for, uh, like I said, for a while and, and gathered up a lot of uh, animal knowledge and animal experience. And um, around 2014, um, I was um, I adopted a dog um, from a shelter, an um, American uh, Staffordshire Terrier. So surprise, surprise, she was reactive <laughs> when I got her home. Today, so um, so I as I started I, at that time I wasn't a dog trainer so uh, specifically so I as I looked at the internet and was trying to figure out how to work through some of the issues she was having, I knew enough to realize that a lot of the information I was getting and reading wasn't uh, appropriate in my mind. <laughs> so um, so when I was looking at that, it actually made me really frustrated. Uh, that there there was such bad information out there. And so um, I contacted a trainer and I did get help with her with some of the things. And, and as I was learning, I thought, you know what, I, I think I, I'm really interested and I would like to do this. Um, so I enrolled in Karen Pryor Academy and I started to go through that training. Um, and um, partway through my training, I just had gotten to a point where at the um, at the zoo, I thought, you know what, I think I'm ready to kind of you know, take my steps towards doing my own thing, which I'd kind of wanted to do for a while and, uh, left the, the San Diego Safari Park and kind of finished up with Karen Pryor and started on my own, hung out my own. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there I went. <laughs> and there you went. And I, and I find this part always so interesting. So, you know, cause I, uh, got laid off and, and, was trying to decide what I wanted to do and, and decided to take the severance and go through KPA. Um, so career change. So you now got this career change and you're like, okay, I'm going to start this brand new life. What's the first thing you do? Um, yeah, <laughs> I sort of was right. You have that, um, kind of that, 
excitement and high of like, wow, I just graduated Karen Pryor. I've got my certificate in hand. I'm ready to go. And then you realize, okay, nobody knows me or knows anything about me. <laughs> oh, so, so although I am ready to go, you know, my business is not. So, um, so it was that moment where I had to think, yeah, what, so what do I do now? Well, how do I actually set this thing up? And, um, and Karen Pryor does give information about, you know, about, uh, working for yourself or kind of working in the dog training world, but, you know, that's not their focus, obviously. And so, uh, they, they give you, uh, some information and I received information from my, uh, teacher about other places I could look for more information, books and webinars and things like that. Um, I did contact uh, Dog Tech for some help um, in kind of getting started, but I didn't do that immediately. Um, I was reading some books and, and getting information. So I knew, okay, I need, I need to set up a business license, right? Like that's like, okay, I need that. So, um, you know, then I just sat down and what's my name going to be? So really that's, <laughs> that's kind of where I started. Like if I want to hang out a shingle, there's something else to be written <clears throat> right? Besides dog trainer is here. So, um, so you know, and that's kind of the fun stuff. What's my name going to be? And yeah. And, and then I went and got my business license and got that stuff going. And then I thought, okay, what's next? What's fun next? Cause I, you know, you want to do all the fun stuff first. Um, <laughs> and yeah. so it was, it was logo. Yay. Logo. Who doesn't want a logo? <laughs> a, a logo makes me legit. So, um, oh my goodness. So the, yeah, I, know, I, I, can already, I can already tell by that response that maybe that wasn't, <laughs> but I'll tell you like 99.9% .9 of dog trainers. It's exactly right. like their first. Exactly. Years, so, right. And so I had already, I was starting to independent contract with a couple of, um, dog training businesses here in San Diego. And so nice. there were other dog trainers there as well. So that was one of the things, right? There were a few of us that were starting out. And with our own businesses as well. And that was like, oh my gosh, are you getting your logo yet? So that was the thing to do. So it's an easy went, thing to talk about. Yeah. And it's super fun. Like yeah. it just is, you know, it's super exciting. You feel like you're making yourself real and you're making your business real. And it has, there's something tangible there right. almost exactly. um, digitally tangible, I guess. So, um, so once I, then I got that and I got the fun stuff and then it's like, okay, now I'm real. Now what do I do? And it was always that. Now what do I do now? Right. Now what's my next thing? And, um, and so then I, of course, um, we'll see what your response is next that I then went and, uh, was like, now I need a website. So, um, so I looked into that and, um, trying to figure out how I'm going to set that up. So of course, just looking into things I found that, Hey, you can do it on your own. It's easy, easy, easy. Right. Um, and that's what the internet says. Um, so I looked a little bit more <laughs> into that and, and did find, um, through, I went through a couple of different processes, but the first one was, I just went uh, to GoDaddy cause I thought, well, that's what I've heard of and I'm going right. to go there. And so I did that and I did set it up and it was fairly easy. And then, you know, you kind of have to learn a little bit about, well, how do I make this background, my, the color I want and what font do I want? And you kind of get really quick sapped down into the minutia of yeah. 
when you don't need to be yet. Like, right. You know, where, what's my message probably should have been the first thing that I was looking at. <laughs> exactly. Instead of, what's my color palette? Oh, it's got to match my logo. Right. Or can, like that, yeah. Can customers <laughs> even find the website? I mean, hey, use it. No, yeah, that's not important. No, what is important? Like, not my message. Like, what am I offering? Who's my audience? None of that really mattered right. as much as, do I want the cute little puppy picture here or here? Oh, so, my goodness. Um, yes. right. <laughs> so, um, so I was having fun, but I really was actually having fun with all of that. And maybe that's right. it. Like the, the other part is so scary yeah. that that's not the fun part. And so the fun part is the design and all that. So, but through that, then I realized, okay, I do have to say something. And so then I can, I started to kind of formulate what did I want and, who am I talking to? And so it eventually got to that thing that should have been first, but, um, I did eventually get there. And, uh, so, so I, I have that going. And then really that once that was going, I realized it didn't really look like how I wanted it to look. And then, so I mm-hmm. took it to another place and kind of worked on it. It got a little better, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, so it, it, it was now I can look back and go, well, that was a great place to start, but it, you know, your website is going to evolve and change as you do. And as you develop and get yeah. skilled, you know, your website is going to come along with you. So really that, you know, looking at that, like that had to be perfect from the get go. No, like, right. it, you know, you get it out and that's enough to kind of help you, but it certainly wasn't the thing that, you know, was bringing in tons of people. Yeah, it's definitely a, a nice distraction from the really hard work of starting up your own business. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Like, yeah. I so dur- during that period, though, did you get contacted through your website at all? I did not. <laughs> I okay. Don't, I don't think so. And, um, you know, I don't I don't remember that anything was coming in that direction. So right. some, of, some of what I was getting was either just, um, through people who had heard about me through friends or friends themselves were calling. Mm -hmm. Um, some of it at the beginning was just, um, I have, you know, I just have questions on the phone kind of thing. And I was actually willing to take a lot of those just even without pay because of doing just some, a few phone consults because, um, I was getting comfortable in my own shoes as well. And so, uh, even that takes, some learning, right? Like um, learning how to charge somebody and learning how to accept payment. Like not, I don't mean literally accept payment with credit card numbers and stuff, but literally feel like you can be getting money for for what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And so it took me a little bit to get that confidence up, which is fine. Like, you know, I don't look back and regret anything. I just, that, that was me getting my feet wet. So there were no really like, Hey, I saw your website and this is where I'm coming to you because I see that you're the person that I'm exactly looking for. Like that was not it. It was, you know, Oh, I heard from somebody who worked with you at the park who, you know, who thought that might be helpful and here's my situation. And, you know, and then also some calls I was getting, uh, were, were beyond my skill level. So, you know, I've right. got a dog right. that's bit four people and I'm like, excuse me, hold on, let me refer you. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was a good, you know, in my mind, I thought someday, someday that would be great, but yeah. not now. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, outside of your website, kind of what were some of the first obstacles you encountered when you were getting started? Um, I would say, uh, the, probably the biggest obstacle and it, it really remains 
kind of the biggest obstacle for me is marketing. And I'm sure that's not a surprise to um, many people, uh, but different people have different strengths. And so um, that is not mine. Um, and so at the beginning, I would say my first year was really about educating myself. Mm-hmm. And so that was the thing where I was like, no knowledge of marketing. What? Like, you know, other than just being somebody who's been marketed to by everyone else, I didn't know really how to go about and do that. And even if I thought I had ideas where, oh, this would be fun to do, or this is interesting. Um, you know, I knew I wanted to do dog training and I was doing canine massage. So I was trying to think of ways that I could, you know, market myself in that way, but not real ways that I would learn about later, um, that were actual real marketing things. It was more just kind of ideas in my head. I didn't know who my audience was. I thought I did, but I didn't, wasn't doing the actual work of trying to find that out and who I wanted. So at the beginning, it's everybody's my market. I want (laughs) to come to me. Anyone and everyone. (laughs) Yeah. All ages. Doesn't matter. Like I'll take anything. I'll work with puppies. I'll work with anything, you know, and just sort of like, I have no focus. Yay. Come to me. So, (laughs) so, um, you know, that's not really greatest, you know, kind of marketing (laughs) mindset to go into. So that I think would be, was my biggest obstacle so much so that really, I would say that first year I wasn't doing much marketing other than like, you know, having fun, creating this little website and that kind of thing and putting the website on my business card. Like that was it. Like I didn't really know a whole lot. What about, um, like, did you learn anything about what kind of insurance you should have or how to file the business license? Where did you go for that kind of information? So, uh, for, for that information, I went to, um, that starting, starting a dog training business, I believe the name is with uh, Veronica Boutel. She has a great book and that lists out some of those really beginning things to do. And that's where I was like, okay, business license. Okay. Yeah. I need a contract of some kind. Okay. Yeah. I need, um, insurance, uh, KPA provides some insurance, but, um, from people I'd talked to, they said, you'd want, you want a little bit more. It's a great starting place, but you want a little bit more behind you once right. you start going into people's houses. Um, so, uh, so I focused on that, trying to get that. And then at the same time I was, um, you know, trying to get certification for canine massage. And I was still learning more about dog training so yeah. that I could take some of those calls that I was getting where, you know, thank goodness they were, I was talking to them on the phone because my face was like, Oh, I don't know how to help <laughs> you, you know? Um, so, and I could kind of hide that on the phone until really I could either refer them or get my self-confidence up to be like, yes, Lynn, you can handle a potty training case, you know, <laughs> like where I don't have to feel so, um, you know, kind of surprised that somebody be asking me my expertise <laughs> you have right. to kind of get over that but and I'm um, sure you're also working on you know making your own handouts and right. things like that like that takes and, time yes and then that's where um you know I did get in contact with uh Gina Ferris at Dog Tech and then she was um helpful in that and I went ahead and, and bought some of the forms that they provide um mm-hmm. on their uh, that they that they sell, which are, were great. That was it. I was like, yep, I need the contracts. I need some of these forms, um, for myself so I can already kind of see what it looks like. And, and even now I, I'll, I'll, uh, forms that I wasn't using then that were provided to me, um, that I, that wasn't part of my, what I was doing at that time. I can look back now and go, yes, now I need that form. 
now I can see that this is something that's helpful to me. So, um, so that it's still providing me with what I need two years later. So uh, I, that's, it's been quite helpful. Nice. And As part of your marketing, did you, did you do social media channels? Did you do YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, or is it, was it just really the website and, and nothing else? I was, I did set up a Facebook business page. Cause again, when that's one of those fun things, yay, look at me. I'm on Facebook. <laughs> and you know, like, Oh, I have 300 personal friends and ta-da, I have 200 that have just followed me on Facebook for my business page. Cause it's all your friends, right? You just invite right. them all. And they're like, yay, we'll support you. And then, um, and so they all, you suddenly have a bunch on your business page and you feel super psyched. So I liked, uh, that was really fun. Another one of those fun things to do, but I didn't know how to use it. Like it mm -hmm. really in terms, other than just posting stuff, like cute little pictures here and there, but I really wasn't, I didn't really know how to use it, how to make people, how to help funnel people from there into my website page or from my website page to Facebook over to Twitter back and, you know, right. um, I didn't really know how to do that. So yes, I had some of these things set up, but again, in terms of actually making it work, making the machine work, I, it was not working. I had the parts, <laughs> but right. have, it wasn't running. So, um, so, so some of that was just really kind of, again, I feel like it was all set up. But um, mm -hmm. in terms of getting it really proficient and working, um, then uh, it wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you can have the right tools or the right, know about the tactics, but you have to understand the strategy behind it and how to make it work. So, yeah, sense. exactly. Yes. Um, did you schedule time for admin and marketing at all when you were getting started? What did your kind of calendar look like or did you just kind of? wing it. It, it was, it was a, a super mess. <laughs> it didn't, it didn't really exist. That was actually the very first, my very first consult with uh, Gina at dog tech was okay. So let's work on a schedule because I had none and I didn't really know what to do when I had nothing to do when I had so much to do that I didn't know what to do and was doing nothing. So, um, my days appeared to be open. So she would help me. It, it's hard to get up you know, at seven o'clock in the morning or seven thirty or eight or whatever time when you know, Oh, I don't really need to be anywhere. I don't really need to be getting to an office. I don't really need to be clocking in. So I had to get over that sort of thing and the schedule helped. Um, and even if it was just get up and go work out or go exercise or start your day somehow, mm -hmm. and then work on, you can ease into your day or however you're, what's going to work for you. So some of that was trying to figure out what works for me. Cause I didn't know. Um, and a schedule definitely helped. So I did, I scheduled in some admin time. I scheduled in uh, marketing time, even though, again, I didn't know what to do with that. I put a schedule together and Gina helped me. And then I did try it for a couple of weeks, but it was sort of falling apart because again, I didn't, you know, if she said, okay, well, you should be working on marketing eight hours a week that's great. I could put that in and pencil that in, but I didn't know how to fill that time. Um, and she, you know, she later on, as our cons consults continued, she gave me things to help me, of course, to work on. Um, but at the very beginning, um, I didn't know. So, um, so quickly that scheduling wasn't working for me, but I, I figured out, I, I kind of set that <laughs> aside, um, did the things that I could, uh, kind of, you know, filled my days the way I, I thought I could be doing. And then eventually again, came back where I was like, ah, now I'm feeling the need for a schedule. Once I was getting some more clients, 
once I needed to fill them in right. and really keep track of my time. Then I went back to that schedule and I was like, yes, now this is working for me. So, um, so it's great to, it was great to get some of that information. Even if it was at the beginning, I can go back later. I went back later and I can go back now even and go back to those things. Where I'm like, yes, I remember I was given that at the, you know, before and I didn't know what to do with it, but now I do. Right. Yeah. So talking to yourself now at the beginning, so you you now have some experience and you're you're still growing, right? Yes. Yes. Um, You just paid for your newest version of the website. I saw it. It looks lovely. Yeah. Um, So if you were talking to yourself now with the experience that you have talking to yourself when you just were starting, what do you think you needed to know that you didn't know? (laughs) Um, yeah, that's, it's hard to say. Um, because (laughs) you always, yeah, you always don't, don't realize, uh, what it is that you're of course not using or not knowing at the time. So, um, I would say, you know, uh, it's really hard to say. I, I, I would think that, um, marketing, more marketing knowledge would have been extremely helpful to me. Mm -hmm. So if I could go back even further behind back before I knew that I wanted to do a business or when I thought that I, I might be wanting to leave the park and do my own thing, that's when, but I hadn't left yet. That would be a great time for me to go back and tell myself, you know, what would be handy for you are some business classes or some marketing classes. (laughs) Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to help you out. So I know it may seem boring or seem like something that's not your passion, but really it will help you even just a basic marketing class would have helped me or basic knowledge, you know, of, of, of business. And I even now still think about it, like maybe I should go back, but I realize that a lot of the time I spend, you know, trying to figure this stuff out on my own, that is almost a class that I'm taking just on, I'm my own teacher, right. which maybe that's not a good thing, but, um, well, that can be hard. Cause again, you don't know what you don't know. So you may yeah. be reading something, but it may be maybe not the most updated information sure. or, you know, there could be some sure. other option that is totally missing. So, yes. Yeah. And so yeah. I think that's where it's helpful. Like if you do get that basics, at least get a basic class in, you know, um, a junior college or, um, uh, community college, anything like that. Um, just where something, I guess a community college is best. So you can just take a quick class or quick semester mm-hmm. and get the basics in there. Then you can see like, Oh, that that's the most valuable thing to me now is I can look and be like, Oh, I totally don't know about that. So a, can I learn B, do I want to learn and, and C, should I just get somebody else to do it? So that, mm-hmm. those are the things that are important to me now, because even like for SEOs, right, that's a big deal of uh, getting your site going and really getting people to pay attention to it. So I was like, SEOs, I can do that. And I started and very quickly after, well, right. it was six hours when I was delving into <laughs> SEOs where I went, oh my gosh, I cannot <laughs> figure out what is, what is going on. And I'm like, what? And then I realized, you know what? People actually have degrees in this stuff and they study right. it and they know yeah. So how I can continue to struggle. And if I really loved it, then the struggle's worth it. Right. So making right. that fun little website at the beginning, that struggle was worth it because it was really fun and reinforcing the SEO stuff is not reinforcing to me because I don't see it, the result right away. Yeah, and so it's just, just a lot months. of struggle. So mm-hmm. there I took, you know, this year I've been doing a lot of that. 
yes, let me go find a professional designer. Yes, let me go find an SEO specialist who yeah. can do this stuff for me and can help me. And that is reinforcing because, yes, I had to spend money for it, but boom, right. it's coming back fast. I'm seeing the results fast. Nice. So yeah. yeah. No, I'm glad you're you're talking about taking classes and really investing in your business knowledge, not just you know, how do I train a dog? Right. Information. Right. Right. <laughs> um, I actually created a 12 week course, um, through the modern dog trainer blog. It's called, um, start up your dog training business in 12 weeks. And oh, it walks lovely. you through, you know, setting up your LLC, your insurance, your, uh, policies, your website, yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> social media marketing, Google AdWords marketing, all of that. Oh, so that's great. It's that's brilliant. All packaged up into one course, and it's it prioritizes like I, like you said, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So it kind of walks you through what you should do first and next, and yes, all of that lovely. For Twelve weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yeah. <laughs> it took a lot of time, and twelve weeks is pretty much as short as I could make it. Oh my god. <laughs> Even that seems, and that seems really fast to me. Like, yeah, that's yeah. 12 weeks. Like you couldn't do it really any faster. And even that to me, seems, I'm still learning, like, you know, so yeah, know. Third year in, and I'm like, Oh, I need to figure this thing out today. So <laughs> yep. it's still going. Yeah. So I mean, it takes time. <laughs> so you, you know, your, your story is so I think typical of everybody that's ever, uh, at least in the dog training world, I'm sure there's other industries where it's like, Hey, I'm going to do this. Um, where it's, it's concentrating on the creative, the fun stuff for a long time. And then sort of getting frustrated that the business isn't growing. And then you start going, well, help me. Yeah. Um, and it almost, it, it feels to me since this, this, uh, story is so common that it's almost like a rite of passage that you have to hit that <laughs> bottom, uh, of like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't have been spending three months building a website. Um, so, uh, again, looking at yourself backward back then, is there something that you would have done differently or is this sort of just like the growth that happens to me? When I look back, I feel like I, I, I could, I suppose I could have done things differently, but I don't, I don't, I, I don't, um, kind of regret anything because I do feel like it was kind of the, the growth I had to take. I, I should also give the caveat that I had, um, you know, plenty of, uh, familial, uh, support, financial support and mm -hmm. emotional right. support. So that makes the difference as well. I didn't have that pressure on me right. to be, to say like, you know, somebody tapping on my shoulder and saying, Lynn, that website doesn't matter right now because you need to eat. Right. So <laughs> how about, you know, get your feet out on the street and go, you know, market yourself. So, um, I, I had the luxury of allowing my fear of marketing or my fear of really putting myself out there. And, and I could, you know, like I said, bide my time with doing the fun stuff, I think because I didn't have that pressure. So that's an important caveat because not everybody has that. So, um, so I think in my mind, I'd, I don't feel like I really could have done, I, I kind of, it's okay with me that I took the slow path because okay. I, I have that luxury that I was able to do that, take that slow path. Um, and so even still now, now I even really kind of get on myself a bit more like, okay, you need to speed this up a bit, which is why I'm putting a bit more 
money into it when thinking like, okay, this is where I don't have time now to figure these things out on my own. I really want to fast forward it. So, um, so I'm, I'm putting some resources towards that. So, um, when you were first getting started, let's say after the KPA course, how long did it take you or how long between the KPA course and kind of making your first dollar as a dog trainer? It's, uh, as a dog trainer, let me think, maybe mm-hmm. it was, um, a couple of months, maybe a month or two. It wasn't too long because, um, I had a couple, like I said, a couple of dog trainer, uh, training businesses in San Diego picked me up as a independent contractor. I was able to get some work nice. there and start some classwork, which was nice. And mm-hmm. that was a really nice, easy way to, to kind of ease in. So I had other trainers there that were helping me. I could watch them and see how they trained, took what I saw that I liked and, you know, kind of incorporated that. And so it was a nice, easy way in. And then I got a paycheck for it. Yay. So, (laughs) um, so I, you know, that wasn't too far in, but that uh, I was able to, I think, get some help uh, with that by having these uh, companies take, or these businesses take a chance on me. What I felt was taking a chance on me. Hopefully they felt that they, it was a really good, a good on their end. (laughs) (laughs) You're taking a chance on me. Yay. Um, (laughs) so that, that was nice. That was only a month or two in. And then, um, I got it, like I said, a couple of phone consults that I didn't get paid for, but then I was able to say, okay, I'm going to, accept payment for this one. And that was, it was a, you know, it's a lot of fun firsts where yeah. oh, I got my first referral from here and I got my first class and I got my first private and, and those kinds of things. So, um, so that was, that was really neat. So it, I would say within, yeah, within a month or two, I was starting to get some, some money going, which was great. Um, but of course, as we all learn, um, it's, it's inconsistent. So it's that key of trying to get that consistency right. so that, you know, one month and I still happens where one month I'm like, I'm on fire. I am. (laughs) What? I just got three calls in a row. And then, you know, two weeks later, like I'm the worst. I can't do it. Nobody's calling me. So So that was sort of my question. The flip side, what was, how long did it take for you to get your first complaint or your first, uh, request for a refund, you know, sort of the flip side, of, uh, that confidence building stuff that we go through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, never cat. No, people always, (laughs) um, never has that ever happened. No. Uh, (laughs) well, um, I would say the, my first actually refund that I had to, to give happened recently. Um, and it was, Oh, maybe just three or four weeks ago. And, you know, And I, I understood it. So, but what had happened is I went to the consult. Um, it went really well and the woman signed up for a a six session package, which I was excited about. And, and then I corresponded with her a couple more times before our appointment, uh, that, you know, how are things going? Okay. Back and forth. Everything's great. Looking really forward to it. Excited. And then maybe a day or two before, uh, she then said, you know what? I need to cancel. Can I please have a refund? And it was a really brief email like that. Like I, I, right. I would like to a refund please. And I understand that it's sometimes people on the other end, it can be awkward to ask for a refund. It's not always that, Oh, I hate you. But, um, so I tried not to think of it that way, but, and of course I gave her that refund because I'm not going to allow, her, she's not going to, you know, it's fine. She, 
I didn't give her the service she paid for. So, um, you know, I had the money from the consult and that was great. So um, I just offered her the refund, but then also followed up with email to say like, oh, you know, uh, if you are interested in, you know, if you have questions or you want more information about training or really if you still have questions about your dog, feel free to ask me. I really wanted her to feel like I was not offended by her asking for a refund because I don't know in the future if she's going to come back. I don't know the reason that she couldn't or didn't want to pay or couldn't pay or what the reason was behind it. So I really wanted to feel open. So that was, that was my professional front. And then the other side was, (laughs) Oh, I just, I had to give back this money and what does it mean? And why didn't she like me? And that whole thing, of course, went through my head. Um, and I think that the customer service part of dealing with these problems, you know, there's a few groups on Facebook that it's just sort of like, that's the whole focus is how to handle these customer service sure. issues. So, so there's, you know, the training part and then there's the business building and marketing and all that stuff part. But then there's this whole customer service thing that we actually don't get a lot of education on either. Right. I agree. And, um, and that's been really helpful to me, like seeing some of those, uh, Facebook groups where people can, you know, nicely speak about their clients because they are our clients and they're people. And, you know, there's always things going on in everybody's life and we don't know those things. So, uh, you know, it is really helpful even for your own, just your own self, you know, uh, kind of the confidence to look at an email and not just take it at that face value of, I want my money back, you know, that, and that's how she put it forth. But there could have been a whole bunch of stuff going on in her life that, that she was that brief with me. So, and that's fine. She never really did come back and tell me, but right. I, I agree. That is definitely needed. Uh, that, that kind of perspective, because I think it is, you do fall into those Facebook groups as well. That's like, oh, I had this client and really (laughs) a path that's no good because then you start feeling and having expectations of your client. And the whole thing, right, about being a positive reinforcement dog trainer is to, yeah, see that dog that's in front of you and have all sorts like untold amounts of of patience with that dog and understanding and trying to figure out where they're coming from. And then suddenly we look over and there's a human being there. And we're like, Nope, right. not going to offer the same thing to you. And <laughs> I think that that's really harmful like that in yeah. the business of training, like to be able to offer that to one being in front of you, but not the other. And so learning that has been very helpful to me in just my perspective of, you know what the human needs, the training and the help, too. They're the ones and they can actually speak back and, (laughs) you know, like, how are you feeling? And they can, they, they can answer that question. I definitely think that we need some like memes for like, you know, coach the client in front of you, uh, sort of like the the flip side of train the dog in front of you. Yeah. Um, that, you know, each, each human is an individual that needs, uh, different, uh, different steps to reach the goal as well. Yeah. And they I, all yeah. have a history. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. And hopefully there's no bite history. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you have to be careful because you never know. Yeah. Yeah. I agree that. And that's, that's very helpful to me. Absolutely. Um, what do you think other people who may be thinking of going out on their own should know? Um, I think, I think the best, it, it, maybe this sounds too generic or general, but 
um, to really to know yourself and to know your own situation and what it's going to be like for you, because it's not the same for everybody. And even though there are certain steps, yes, that you do want to take, um, you know, the business license, get your name, whatever, all those things. Right. Everybody is going to do that fairly the same way, depending on where they live um, and what the rules are. But the other stuff is, uh, to, again, to know yourself. So, you know, don't leave your job necessarily if you don't have, <laughs> you know, some sort of, of of backup or have financial support to help you through that lean time of starting out. Um, so, uh, for again, for me, it was different. I didn't have to necessarily worry about that as much. So I was free to just leave one thing and jump into the other. Um, but really, so the advice I would have is to know yourself and know your own situation and also know what you're capable of. Um, because, you know, is it, is it that you tend not to follow through on things because follow through is important? Um, you know, is it that, uh, you, you know, you, you come across that first barrier and you do give up and say, okay, this isn't for me because again, you're, if you're going to put your all into something, then you have to be willing to go through some of those things that are saying, nope, sorry, no, you're going to hear a million no's. And even still I hear no's and it bothers me. And I think, uh, again, I can't do it. All those thoughts come into your head, no matter what you can't do it. You're not good enough. You are not saying anything that that somebody hasn't heard before. Um, they already know this. What are you talking to them for? And all of those thoughts come into your head. And you have to brush those things aside and say, no, that's, this is all part of the process. Like I'm going to hear my nose, but I'll hear an, a yes at some point, And I just have to keep putting that one foot in front of the other. And sometimes it's a toe. You put one toe in front of the other. It's not always a big step. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's a step back. There are days where I get up and I'm like, I'm just feeling down. I don't feel motivated. I don't feel like I can do it, but I, you know, I just kind of try to work through that and find something fun that I, you know, go back, Oh, today I'm going to work on my website or do something fun and get yourself back into it because the passion will get you partway there. And then, yeah. you know, you, you, your motivation gets you the rest of the way, but you have to feel like you can, you can do that. So again, again, know yourself and know what you're capable of, know really what you want and how you, how much you're going to fight for it. So. Absolutely. I think that's awesome. And I think, honestly, I think this podcast is going to help a lot of new dog trainers that are facing those challenges. And just the fact that you've been able to work through that and you're on here sharing your story. I think it's going to be really inspiring to a lot of people. I'm good. I'm, I'm glad I can help people. And, and then just as a last thing, I would say um, that that's the thing to remember too, because sometimes, you know, I still will get on the Facebook post the groups and things and people, you know, people are excited about their own business and they're going to say what's going well. And remember right. that, that people like to say what's going well, and they're not going to say what's not going well necessarily, unless that's a particular Facebook group that you're on. Um, but a lot of it is looking at that and looking at the people who are saying, wow, I'm so booked. I'm a month out. I'm two months out. Wow. I got people knocking on my door. I'm getting calls every day. And you kind of have to sit there and go, okay, that's really good for them. And I'm super happy for them. That's not <laughs> me. And just not feel bad about it because the first few times I'm like, what's wrong with me? And then I just have to realize, you know what? Those people are in different parts of the country. They have different things going on. Who knows what they're marketing? Maybe they're putting right. tons and tons of effort into their marketing and you're not, you know, there's all that. Right. So you kind of have to step back and say, okay, just I'm me and I'm on my yeah. path 
and here I go. So, and what I like to say is don't compare your beginning to somebody else's middle. So yes. they've been in your shoes. Yes. <laughs> that is Remember a perfect way to put it. There yes. Absolutely. hundred percent. So yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us today. Yes. Thank you. Oh. Thank you so much. It was, it's been a super pleasure and um, thank you for the opportunity. And um, I'm really excited about um, having done this and, and talking to you. So it's been fun. Need help working through the business end of getting your dog training business started? I help dog trainers like you establish professional businesses by teaching them the ins and outs of starting their LLC, choosing the kinds of insurance you need, taxes you should be aware of, setting up a business bank account, finding the right customer management software, choosing the right services to offer, building your own website correctly, pricing your services, creating good policies from the beginning, setting up social media profiles correctly, and starting ads on Google AdWords or Facebook to acquire new clients quickly. If you're interested, learn more about my 12-week Start Your Own Dog Training Business online course and form templates I've included at www.themoderndogtrainer.net slash business course. Thank you for listening to the Modern Dog Trainer podcast. Don't forget, you can check out the show notes at themoderndogtrainer.net slash podcast. You can also share your thoughts and support our podcast by leaving a review on iTunes. Until next time.